Hey everybody, thanks for downloading our as yet untitled podcast. Um, it may not have a name, but we are here to give you a spoiler warning. Uh, we will be discussing movies that we have watched each week. They could be old, they could be new. Um, but if you haven't watched them and you'd like to enjoy that first, please go and do that before you listen to us for fear that you may actually find out what happened. On top of that, we just want to give you a little content warning as well. We may be discussing themes um directors actors that you may rather avoid so yeah just be aware of that as we go forward um we'll have a little description in the box so if it's something you'd rather avoid please do so um, other than that please enjoy And with spooky season comes spooky movies. There you go. Right. <laughs> um, it's trying to not be boring and just do hiya every week. Um, but we are in spooky season, which is my favorite season. Um, you like to watch a lot of horror movies. So you have <laughs> uh, basically time, yeah. exclusively given me the list for the next, what, four weeks. Yep. Fun times, um, because you have in fact seen all of these movies. Uh-huh. Love it. What movie did you give me last week, Mr. Uh, Craig Walker? It was Friday Night 2001, which you enjoyed a lot. And this week it's you sent me the task of... The 2020 Invisible Man, starring Elizabeth Moss. Yes. I thought this was going to be scary, and it really isn't. Oh. Did you find this... Is this supposed to be like a scary horror? Or it's more like a, it's like a thriller. Like it was not scary. I think people would find it scary. There was There's a one bit stars. where I went, <gasps> yeah, <laughs> and spilt my tea everywhere. And um, other than that, not a scary movie. Hmm. Good movie, not a scary movie. Fair enough. Do you want to give us an overview of what yeah. Invisible Man is? Let's start. Okay. Okay, so The Invisible Man is a 2020 science fiction horror film written and directed by Lee Wanell. Inspired by H.G. Wells' novel of the same name, it stars Elizabeth Moss as a woman who believes she is being stalked and gaslit by her seemingly deceased ex-boyfriend, Oliver Jackson Cohen, after he acquires the ability to become invincible. Aldous Hodge, Storm Reid, Harriet Dyer and Michael Dorman appear in supporting roles. Um, It was released in February 2020 uh, received positive reviews from critics with praise for Mossy's performance in themes of domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. Its commercial success grossed 142 million worldwide against 7 million budget, uh, which was also at the start of the pandemic. <laughs> Thank you, Google. That was yeah. a very comprehensive overview. <laughs> Wikipedia. Oh, Wikipedia. Sorry. Um, so yeah, this was a film I watched during the pandemic. I watched a lot of horror films during the pandemic. Because life wasn't scary enough. Yep. And this is one of the highlights. Because Elizabeth Moss is so good. Very good. Yeah. And Very she, good. I mean, Elizabeth Moss tends to be really good in everything. Yeah. Um, I think I spent the pandemic watching the Hey Babe podcast on YouTube and then just calling the pandemic the Pandy Wandy. And that made me feel better. Lovely. <laughs> the old Pandy Wandy. <laughs> um, we'll have to put a pandemic trigger warning on as well. So, wait till it's over. I, 
I found the pacing a bit difficult. Um, okay. Didn't I thought it was a little bit uneven. And I don't know if they were stylistically doing that to put you off when scares were coming or unsettling parts were coming through. Um, but again, we, we keep coming back to um, women being abused. <laughs> it's almost like it happens everywhere. It's almost, yeah. Um, Was it they say life imitates art and art imitates life? Yeah. I don't know which one imitated which first, but I do. Lying, but... Yeah. Um, I would... I do like it. I think it's very good. I, I don't <coughs> think that particularly scary, but again, no. I'm speaking from a viewpoint of a I, guy. I think <laughs> as a guy, it's not scary. Um, I think if you were living in that situation and you were putting yourself in those shoes, that is one of the most petrifying things you can be in. Mm-hmm. But as a movie, I wasn't afraid by it. Um, there was one jump scare um and yeah the one jump scare the little attic section yeah <laughs> that was that was pretty heavy um but yeah i thought her acting was phenomenal in it she is a very very good actor um the story was you know was good and stuff and i liked the ending that she orchestrated. So yeah, spoilers, there's almost a kind of twist to end and I thought it got a little bit too overcomplicated towards the end where you find Adrian and he was like, oh, it was actually him. So big spoilers. Yeah, big spoilers. So, but that's just, she would always have known yeah. that, that regardless. And I think she, for me, she would never have believed that because she figured when she was in the um, hospital and he came and said, the you know, the brother came and said, look, sign this, da, 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 da. You think, if you think any of us yeah. have control, she knew from that moment on that he was a pawn in it. That, he was always a pawn, never the controller. And I think that's where that twist doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because you know she would never fall for that. Yeah. And I think for it to be a real twist and real to work, she'd mm-hmm. have to focus. It has to be believable. And that'd make her an idiot, which she isn't. <laughs> oh, absolutely isn't, because she's known for all she sounded crazy and with the circumstances of the movie, like who can turn invisible, it sounds crazy, but this guy is a multi-billionaire tech genius. So it's not out of the realm of possibility in, yeah. in, in her mind. And she's not, she's very smart. She was very smart when they started dating it and obviously they slowly chipped away at her life and her people as, as these as this is what happens. Um, so yeah, you're right. I don't think that works and she would never have believed that or fallen no. for it. So I think she went and orchestrated that ending mm-hmm. knowing full wet, like all the tears and everything at the table, all, all fake. She, yeah. she was there for one reason and one reason only. Um, yeah. Thought it was going to be scarier than it was, and it wasn't. So that was that was a positive <laughs> in my eyes. Um, really, I think it's I don't know what's put me off the horror genre, and I think it goes back to Saw. Like I'm fine with them putting their hands in battery acid, cutting off their own legs. It's that creepy wee clown. I can't deal with awkward, spooky stuff. Yeah. So I think I've just avoided a lot of these very good movies. 
for fear that that's what's going to show up. So, um, <laughs> so last night I went to um, Smile. And okay. that's the kind of thing that you don't like, that's the kind of film you should not watch. Okay. Yeah. The same with, like, I've not watched the It movies or anything, and I don't yeah. know that I could. I don't know if they're... The first chapter one's really, really good. Chapter two lets itself down by following the book. Yeah. Um, Stephen King's a great writer, mm. but he needs a fucking editor. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, yeah, chapter two is a big disappointment for me, but chapter one is really, really good. But is it that like, because there's a wee creepy clown in that nah. cell? Is that the kind of nah? He's no. too comical. Too and comical. It, it's not he's too comical. He just appears far too often. All right. Okay. Like they make closing and toys on because when they start doing that, you're not scared. Yeah. I feel like I could probably watch that now. Yeah. But yeah. So, anyway, let's get back to the movie we are talking about, which is The Invisible Man. <laughs> Gone off on a tangent as usual. Um, I don't know that I've got much more to say on it other than that. It was a good watch. Not sure I would necessarily watch it again. Um, it was the second time Jen had watched it. It was actually her that suggested it. And I was like, oh yeah, that's on my list. Um that you'd set me to watch. I'm not sure I would watch it again, but I, it's not a bad movie. It's yeah. good, good, good film. Worth no, the watching. Yeah, absolutely. I'd say it's worth the watch. I think I've watched it twice. Um, what would you rate it? On the basis of Elizabeth Mossy's performance, mm-hmm. four. On overall? Three and a half. I'd probably agree. Elizabeth Moss was excellent, but yeah, the whole movie itself is... Ah, if you're putting somebody else in there, it's probably not as good. <clears throat> no. But it's also very... Okay, not the invisible part, but you remember that movie with Jennifer Lopez, where she sneaks out? So that whole beginning entrance, where she both... Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer Lopez? It's the Jennifer Lopez one, and she's escaping her narcissistic boyfriend, so she takes all of her stuff and she drops her kid off. Drops the kit. Oh, I'm going to have to find <laughs> it now. Wait a minute whilst we check with Uncle Google. Um, oh, it's years ago. And, yeah, she drops her kid off and then she goes and she learns how to fight. Um, and then she goes back to the house, essentially, to get all of her stuff. What's her name here, looking for? J-Lo. She learns how to fight in one morning. No. <laughs> It's made it sound like Not she, in a she goes back. away for a while and learns how to fight. Um, is it enough? Maybe. Yeah, the movie's called Enough. From a waitress and Mitch, wealthy He gets abusive and then she tries. It's her story of escape. But that whole waking up in the morning, mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, and doing that whole runner scene was almost exactly the same. Yeah. So the theme and the kind of story of it. I've seen many times yeah. before and as a woman have no many real life cases of friends and family who have done similar situs. Not murdered the guy, but... <laughs> did the guy turn invisible? <laughs> the guy did not turn invisible, but, you know, doing that sort of moonlight flip to get out of their situation. Yeah. So, yeah. It's also a good movie to watch. Enough. With J-Lo and somebody else. I'm impressed Lovely. Cool. Okay, <laughs> uh, so we'll... Move on to a cheerier subject for next week. And we are. you're going to watch the British classic. And I would say genre redefining 28 Days Later. Genre redefining? Yeah. Wow. Okay. 
Um, so let me just get this right. Twenty eight days later is not the one with Jake Gyllenhaal in the snow. No, you are thinking of forty days a night, and it's not Jake Gyllenhaal. It is the other guy with the vampires. Oh, what's his bloody name? No. See, see what Uncle Vero says. <laughs> that's fair. Um, Guy with the vampires. Yeah, you know, seen 40 Days a Night. When it's based in Alaska and it doesn't get the sun for like 40 days. No, they're in New York. Oh, oh no, you're thinking fucking the day after tomorrow. Aye, that's the one I'm thinking of. Josh Hartnett was the, he's in the snow with the vampires and that's 40 Days a Night. Which I, I think is good. That. It's not great. No. Right, so it's not... It's not the day after tomorrow. It's not the tomorrow. day after tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that is a horror film in a different sense. Hey, that was all right. No, this okay. has got um, Cillian Murphy and Christian, Christopher Eccleston and... Um, really, I can't remember any of them. We can, we can yeah. wiki it for next week. Cool. Alrighty, so we'll be back next week where we discuss 28 Days Later. Now remember, if you don't want any spoilers, you could watch ahead each week with us just the same.